back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I am your host, Chad. I am the world-renowned Ronnie Coleman. And uh, today we're going to be covering Season 1, Episode 20, Non-Standard. Uh, yeah. What non-standard. did you think about it? standard Don't love the name, but I really like the episode, I'll tell you that. It was a beauty. Um, what does non-standard mean? Well, Let's it means not standard. Okay. Okay. Uh, and... I want to talk about something mm-hmm. of the roller coaster of emotions that I just had right before the start of this podcast. Let's hear it. Uh, you went up to the uh, fourth floor of your penthouse, I believe, to I'll say what it was. Take, take a, a dookie. Take a dookie. You had to take a dookie because if you remember from one of our previous episodes, if you're a real diehard and you're actually listening to each and every minute of these podcasts, which I cannot believe some people do. You had some complaints about the smell that started uh, wafting into our podcast room from the toilet down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you went up there, yep. instructed me to pee outside, which is weird since we're on a th- <laughs> in a penthouse. Once again, we've got so much money. We are not in a basement. And I said, okay, great. While you're up there, could you grab me a water? You got to stay conditioned. Got to keep the pipes nice and moist yep. when you're doing Remember this podcast. Throat exercises, mm-hmm. throat liquids. Yep. And so you did. You came back down and you had two water bottles. You looked at me. You said, Yeah. You want a chilled one or a room temp one? Which presented me with a choice. I said, Whoa. Was there only one cold one? And you said, Pick. First, I was going to be mad if you turned out like, well, I just grabbed one of each, and we just played the chances. So I said, cold, okay? You tossed it to me, and I was like, wow. And then you said, there actually was only one in the refrigerator. Yep. And I went, I got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. I said, wow. If you ever needed to know that we were friendos, look at this. What a gracious host. Yeah, not best friendos, just friendos. Yep, notice how I did that. Giving me the cold water. But in typical Chaz chart fashion, you fucking ruined it really quickly by saying, yeah, actually, a lot of times prefer room temperature water. (laughs) (laughs) Which then made me feel like my choice wasn't as special and it didn't mean as much to our friendship as I had once thought. And it also kind of made me mad that you're the... Because it's one thing if you kind of like room temperature water. That's fine. All right. But you said... It's easier to drink, as if you are my 82-year-old grandmother. (laughs) Guess what? It's water. It's pretty easy to drink. In fact, I would love to hear people, please tweet at us about room temperature water. It's a very awesome topic. I am sure there is probably at least 50% of people that prefer RT How many? over How many? CT. How many? E. How many uh, people did you say? 50%. No way it's a 50 50 split. There's no way. You're telling me there's zero way. There's. <laughs> I will tell you this right now. There is a 0% chance that it's a 50 50% chance that people like room temperature water over chilled temperature water we'll have to make a tweet about it we'll do a poll and see what people the people have to say because when all 13 people right 
answer because, our poll. Yeah, if you were looking for a good uh, census on polls. The 13 people that are going to vote on our Twitter is a good, good tell of what the rest of the world is thinking. Um, but yeah. Also, here's the other thing that made me mad. It's 5.30. You've already had a big or a coffee. For what reason would you be like, wow, I need some water and I need it to be easy to drink because I've got to drink some water. I love, I'm a man of liquids. I've always said this. I'll always drink water. It doesn't matter the occasion. Oh, am I full of water? Yeah. Do I want to drink more of it? I do. Uh, but so often, like we do, we've gotten off off topic. We are here to cover Jujutsu Kaisen, and I would just love for you to take this one away, Chad. All right. So, no, like with, we said. With your room temperature th- throat pipes. See, if I was drinking cold, I'd be, I'd be chilling, and I'd be shaking. My voice would be... I feel but, pretty refreshed. Is how I feel. Over here with Mike. So non-standard episode twenty. We start off with a young Toto. Okay, a very young Toto and a beautiful sunset. I'll say. Yeah, I mean it's got it all in this episode. Um, he's beating the piss out of an older bully. Yeah. Okay. Toto is really young here. Looks like he, doesn't even look like Toto. Yeah, I think he even said third grade or something like okay. that. Okay. So he is a very young lad, which is how old, Ronnie? Off the top of your head, don't think about Third it. Third grade, you're nine years old. There you go. Good answer. Um, I think that's right. Really? Yes. Is this off the top of my head? Wait, is that right? I'm just thinking so clearly with this water in me right now. It's crazy. Um, Third grade. And fourth grade. Five is kindergarten, I think. So I might have overshot by maybe like a year. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, Whoa, that's how counting he... does. No way. So there that, could be some. There could definitely be some nine-year-old third graders, though. Yeah, a lot of times. Some people, yeah, are, some people, true. you know, their birthdays come a little bit quicker. So basically, what we're trying to say is, I fucking nailed it. You nailed it. He's beating the shit out of an older bully, and he's even thinking to himself that I don't believe this was fun beating up such a boring guy. So he was not into boring people even back then, right? Um, this guy obviously did not like tall women with fat asses. All right, because he was in third grade. He, he wasn't. He didn't have a go-to question to decide whether or not someone was boring. He did not, and then that's when we get an, a much older lady um, on a motorcycle. Yeah, at least sure was. She says, "Nice fight, though, boy," which I thought was awesome, and asks. What type of woman he's into. Okay, we perhaps have a womanpedia file on our hands. That was what I had here. I said, be careful, What is this woman doing? And I've said, we've had run-ins with pedophiles in the past, but not really any women to, you know, little guy kids, except for, you know, the possible exception of Junpei's whore of a mother. Um, That's the only one that's really kind of towed the line yeah this lady is just coming out with it right out of the gates really really strange i thought um i mean as far as my type if i was asked by her i would just say yes that would be my answer she's like well if she asked me she pulled up on her motorcycle you know put the kickstand down took off the helmet you know unleashed a mane full of hair and said what type of woman do you like and it was her i would say yes yeah but not if she was going to be a pedophile like this. I would say yes, or I would just point 
right at her. I would have no words. I would be so scared. Oh, that'd be hot. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, you just point. Just point. Because I love directional-based attraction. Yeah. (laughs) Directional-based flirting. (laughs) Love that. Uh. And then we get right into the OP. Um, You know, just decent OP, the guitar at the end. No, it's... Dude... This OP, this OP is so much better than the first one. Oh, I've come around. This OP is so much better than the first one. No, it's yes, it is. This thing, fucking rocks my socks off. Okay, all right. Would you say it's the best OP of all time? No, I wouldn't say it's the best OP of all time. Let's not go get crazy. But it's definitely better than the first OP. I'll tell you that. What's the best OP you've seen so far? Ugh, best OP I've seen. Okay, real. Hey, what do you know? Put me on the spot here. Uh, Attack on Titan season one will always be very special to me. Aw. Um, also, I always that really like... That was the liked, first one we ever covered. Yeah, first, me and you, brother. Well, the first OP we've ever covered. I'll never forget you pointing at me, and from there on, we just had... <laughs> uh, and... What else do I like? I like Red Swan. Yeah, I know you like Red Swan. I like Red Swan, too, but... I, I haven't listened to it in a while. I unlike you, I don't just like listen to anime soundtracks um with well, I can over and over you, again on like a Tuesday afternoon. I which can maybe is Spotify a Spotify playlist. Maybe is a flaw to me. I probably do need your Spotify playlist because if I had that at my disposal, maybe I would listen more often. But I don't. So I'm not it's not my area of expertise like you. So we get back to it, and we've got some more friendly banter um, in this next scene, and it's, and we're, but what we're waiting on is Yuji's besto friendos cursed technique. I've been eagerly waiting this, and we know we've had he's had some secret. As soon as Hanami saw him, uh, guy or girl, whatever he is, he was essentially like, oh, he's got good cursed energy, but I'm afraid what he can actually do. So we know he's got a little trick up his sleeve. Yeah. And, of course, sleeve being uh, figuratively because that man is not <laughs> no wearing sleeves. He's not so, hiding anything. Toto starts to analyze the opponent's attacks. There's nothing left for the imagination. He's talking about its roots, uh, the floaty ball thing that it stands His on in the sky. Pectorals are hard. And last but not least, the flower field that it generates. And the flower field is such a good mechanism of an attack because mechanism is a good word who doesn't like flowers a whole flower field love a flower field you just imagine what you would feel if a bunch of flowers just came up beside you right love now. a flower field never give me flowers okay not that you not that you would okay <laughs> not that you would give me yeah, flowers i mean we're not best what i should say is and this is probably why you know i've well, this isn't the only reason. It'd kind of be a weird only reason. If I when I have a wife or a girlfriend, I don't care how much they love them. I will never get them flowers. That is a very hot take. I know everyone gets the flowers or whatever. I'm not gonna go spend all this money because here's the thing: while they might cl- while they might like flowers, there is something that they want more. Yeah, more flowers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, and when I say flowers, 
maybe if she's into like gardening, having a nice yard, you can Money. get some flowers that get planted in the yard. I am not buying some flowers that are already cut and are gonna die in a week, and we gotta put them in a in a vase. Ron, you're do you miss- say vase or vase? I think it's vase. It's definitely not vase. <laughs> Ron, you're thinking of this totally wrong. Okay. Flowers aren't meant to be something that oh, it's your birthday. Let me get you just flowers. That's it. That's not what they're meant for. It's it's meant for you know. You go to work. You have a long day at work. Yeah. You work hard. You take your work boots off when you get off. You put on some slippers. You head to the local grocery store, and you buy just, you know, some flowers. Oh, this makes so much sense. So you're the love of your life. It's always just a second thought to you. You're going to get whatever kind of un uh, unneeded junk you are getting from the grocery store, and you go, oh, yeah, I got a wife at home. Maybe I better buy some flowers. You do. It's I'm going to nice have such gesture. a well – it's going to be so – so romantic. First of all, flowers of chocolate. Ronnie's going to get himself more of a chocolate girl. I'll tell you that. And it's going to be big displays of love, not just, oh, here, I bought some flowers for you on my way home. Well, what you don't know, and what I do know, because I'm a very intellectual science man, is that when you hand a lady flowers and they smell the pheromones in the flowers, mm-hmm. and they get horny. <laughs> don't say it that way that's gross and you go to pound town that night and that is why <laughs> i will say, always get it's flowers. a day of love don't say pound town <laughs> that is why a man gets a woman flowers and it's something i learned in the past <sighs> i'm not doing it and if you forgot my first initial point you better not give me flowers either. <laughs> so don't want them i just want to go to a flower field what were we even talking about? Well, so when you were talking about how Toto was analyzing this guy, and I like this because I like how they showed that, you know, Toto, he's kind of a shallow guy. Not the, He's kind of like Chad, not the brightest guy day to day. But when it comes to fighting and cursed energy, he's actually pretty with it and knows what he's doing. Must be talking like a television chat or something. Yeah, he's a very smart guy. A what? Um, Did you say a television chat? Chad, like a different, you must be talking about a different Chad. I don't know, I'm definitely Um, talking about you. But yeah, he's got a high IQ. He even says it right here. He says he can access situations properly, and I I wish, for some reason I did not write the number down. Did you get his IQ number that was listed on screen? It was, now I don't know a lot about IQs, but I'm pretty sure what it, Whatever number he said was abnormally large. <laughs> and I don't think... I think it was a little bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, um, it's called the victory IQ, though. Basically, what he did is he's like, yeah, I crunched the numbers. Turns out I'm fucking awesome and you're going down. And then he goes, victory! Just like that. Just like that. So he starts to run at him, and as soon as he starts to run, he gets grabbed by a tree root from behind after saying victory. Never celebrate before the fight's over. Yeah, weird thing to say before you start the fight. And then he's thrown and basically blasted away by this <laughs> tree root, which is kind of hilarious. Um, and he's getting thrown directly into tree spikes. I mean, he's about a foot away. Looks like it's going to be pretty painful, and we hear a clap. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that clap is made, all of the sudden, Hanami is exactly where Toto was, and it gets pierced by his own tree roots. Another switcheroo. Little trickster. We got a trickster. We, on we were talking about it last episode. We've talked about it before. Switcheroo City, this show. Yeah. Uh, so Love I got to be honest. This actually worked really well. I felt the tension. I thought Toto 
could, when it started going slow motion, he was heading for these spikes. I thought Toto could be in some danger here, and part of me kind of wished that he just died. And the only reason I say that is because I feel like it would have made the show stakes so much higher. What did you think of this? I thought it was amazing. Did you did you for a second think, oh no? Oh yeah, as soon as I heard the piercings, I was like, oh, Toto is extremely injured. Okay, yeah. But no, it was a little switcheroo. Listen, dude, and the, your summary's great, but I need your fucking opinions, God. Well, I wanted to say this. I wanted to talk okay, about something well, more serious. I would actually love for you to. That the secret technique is called the boogie-woogie. It's way more serious than the switcheroo, okay? Yeah, you're right. Um, it switches positions with who he wants, which is pretty damn cool. So he can basically, you know, if you wanted to switch with me, give it a little clap. Oh, I'm over there now. Oh, but see, that's where you're wrong, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Well, how do you know I don't have cursed energy? That's not why I'm saying you're wrong. I will point out to you when you're wrong. But at the same time, while I said it would have been nice if the show had kind of killed him to really make things crazy... I do like how the show did uh, did this reveal because they showed us his swap technique, the boogie-woogie, as you said, before, but just kind of played it off as something sort of weird that uh, they didn't really explain it. Uh, do yeah, you remember I, that in the woods yeah. when they were... And I, I, now and I did we not see. put anything together on that. I was just like, oh, that was weird. Never once did I think it was this. Right, so I kind of like how they, they showed you and now we get the reveal and it's very, oh, snap. You could say oh. that the show pulled a little trickster move on us. Yeah, they almost did a little boogie-woogie on me. But now comes the old-fashioned beatdown, okay? This is what happened with Mahito, um, you know, Nanami, which is way too close to Hanami. Um, him and Itadori, they put a big old beatdown on Mahito, and this is exactly what is happening to Hanami right here because they just start pounding him. Okay, we got... Itadori giving punches from behind. Toto punches from the front. This is a good old classic gangbang right here. Whoa. Uh, I did this with the homies back in the day. Okay, whoa. Um, obviously consensual. Um, yeah. I did a couple Mick gangbangs. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to enter a Mick gangbang contest with you. I would, there's nothing I would want more. Which... If you aren't familiar, <laughs> please we, explain this. Is if you go to Mickey D's, also known as McDonald's, it's a secret menu item where you order a McGangbang, and I actually don't think they do it, so you have to order the thing separate. You take a double cheeseburger, and you just put an entire McChicken right in the middle, and you got yourself a McGangbang. <laughs> I participated in many McGangbangs in my time. I always thought somebody just beats the shit out of you with a McChicken. I, I might I really get into know. a McGangbang tonight. But yeah, the swap technique makes the boogie-woogie, sorry. It makes Hanami overthink the situation way too much because, let's be honest, it's a pretty crazy technique, and you never know when it's going to... Like he's, he's expecting the clap here. Oh, it doesn't happen, yeah. and then, I agree, he is overthinking it, but he also does make a good point with Toto and Yuji's size difference is so staggering that when they swap, it would definitely be enough to throw Special Curse off. That's that's the thing with this show, well, you can't say person off, because he's not a person. But. Yeah, it would definitely throw you off, especially uh, Yuji doesn't have the pecs that Toto has for sure. 
I, the, it was just a really fun battle, and also, I mean, we all knew it, so anime uh, how well, dramatic Toto's claps are in the well, heat of battle. I was saying his clapping turned into a beautiful theatrical performance. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're throwing punches, and he's like throwing his head back and seductively giving a little tap-tap on the hands. I loved the claps, though. I love it. It was funny. I laughed. So then we start talking about the Black Flash. And Nanami, this is kind of like a flashback here. Nanami, the adult of adults, Kinto Nanami, talks about it being hard to do multiple times in a row. And the record that he has for in a in one single day is four times in a row. I love how they did the little stat lines, showed the stats. Like I was, I was like, are we looking at a baseball card? It's been too long since we've seen the adult of adults. So I liked how he had a little, a little. Uh, What's it called? I can never think of words. What's it called when they, uh... When what? A guest thing just shows up for a little bit, then leaves. Anyway, as I was saying, too, my record in a day is also four times. Um, I did it when I was a younger lad and had more time on my hands. Wow. Um, you didn't help me with my conundrum because you wanted to get to that gross joke. I just called it the flat... The I'm, I'm not even going to make a name It's for a it. gross joke. Let it go. Which is something that you apparently didn't do that day. Let it go. <laughs> what is your? What were you trying to think of? Uh, I almost had it, but I didn't have it. Don't hurt yourself. Continue. Wow. A uh, interim? No. Substitute teacher? No, like when it's a TV show, they come in for a thing and then they're gone. They come in for a quick scene and then they're gone. It's like a uh, flashback. Nope. A. Uh, I'm on it. You keep going. Oh, I'll keep going. Well, I'm here all day. Yuji Black flashes um, Hanami and gets up to three times as the trickster Toto claps again. Okay, everything's happening real quick. Oh, I he love claps this. again. Hanami is expecting a switcheroo, a little boogie-woogie, but nothing happens. A cameo. A cameo, Kento yeah. Nanami made a little cameo this episode. And you know why? And I've, now, and I've now, bought a lot of cameos. This is why I'm mad. This is why I'm mad right here. I knew that word, but now cameo is like this actual thing where it's not actually a cameo at all. It's not the definition of a cameo. And... I've forgotten what that word is. It's a completely different thing for me now. <laughs> but anyways, when he claps and nothing happens, we see that it was a trick all along, and I love that shit. I am here for tricksters. I think we can make some money on Cameo. Dude, I think we need to pull that off. You think we need, think I'll we pull need some to strings. On, let's think get, we need to get on Cameo? Let's connect How much up. do you think our Cameos would be? I mean, I would say you got at least a few hundred, right? Oh, yeah, probably so. For yeah. like a for like a birthday wish or something. Yeah, a few hundred pesos for sure. Two hundred dollars to get a happy birthday from Ronnie and Chad. Hey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just thinking about all the things we could do on Cameo. That's I. I can't you're thinking you're thinking of it as an actual business venture we need <laughs> to look into. <laughs> I mean, I am. I I know there's probably a few people. I said it. And you're like, wait. Could we make some money on Cameo? <laughs> Imagine like uh, 
we just get some random like person in Poland or something. Right. We just wish them happy birthday. That'd oh, our awesome. Polish audience is off the charts. We love Poland. But yeah, it's just awesome that this was a trick all along because they tricked me there. Right. He doesn't even need to clap. For it to do the little boogie-woogie. Yeah, they tricked me too, and that's why I said what you said earlier was wrong, because you said he could clap and sit. He didn't even need to clap. Doesn't even need to. And But what does he need to do? Nothing? Just think it? I don't know. You gotta wait for the man to reveal it, man. So Eugene's... Or what if, what if he's really getting sneaky with you, and he does have to clap, but just because he claps doesn't mean he's got a boogie-woogie. He just clap, did a normal clap. Because I don't think we saw him. Did we see him do it when he didn't clap? The first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The first In the time. woods? Is that In the you... woods before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. you don't remember. <laughs> there might have been a clap. You don't remember that good. Uh, usually ends up getting it four times in a row. Wow. No. He doesn't? Th- three times in three. a row. Usually ends up getting it three <laughs> times in a row. Um, he couldn't quite touch anatomy and then we're off though the fight continues um this is what okay i'm saying this again i hate to say this so many times but it is just some of my favorite action scenes and any of the stuff i've been watching recently this guy's such a good podcaster just says the same thing over and over i hate to say it but he doesn't mention things like when uh they reference the black flash being the zone as being as the I haven't even got athlete's equivalent of being in the zone. Yeah, and I'm, I was literally about to get there two mm. sentences later. It's just not true. So anyways, we do reference that uh, the Black Flash is like being in the zone. It's like a when I... Uh, it's like Ronnie when he's eating... He doesn't do any contests, but when he's trying to finish off a dozen I should, though. Donuts. I'll say I should. I should enter some contests. I think I'd participate well. But please keep... Talking about me in the zone? I was saying I have seen you just, you know, trample through a yeah. dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts before. That is um, a lot like when athletes are in the zone. It's pretty athletic when I do that. Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, I would argue that uh, Chad and I have entered the zone while podcasting because we are just really good at it. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> entered the zone in that, but... Very good podcasters. I'm sure you can edit it enough where it seems like I'm in the zone. Uh, sometimes I get in the zone when I'm editing Chad in the podcast. Oh, I, I make sure you get your editing work. <laughs> to make the illusion that he is indeed in the zone. <laughs> Toto talks about, um, he gets real excited because after they're you know doing all this fighting, he's like, oh, there is a big possibility that we can actually exercise it. He's like, uh, Itadori's black flashes actually did some damage. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's actually hurting him. Um, for some reason, I wrote it on here as black fish, but it's definitely not called the black fish. Oh, I think that happened in my notes one time, too. Don't feel bad about it, buddy. Is that autocorrect? And then Hanami sends off flower buds. Um, at the same time, while Toto is switching... Wait, hold on. Notes are bad here. Hang, bear with me. That's what it is. So Hanami then like puts all these flower buds behind him. And he's got like a sea of flower buds, basically, and like the big cocoon. Well, you know what this is called. What is it called? A scary berry tree. Oh, I like that. Because so it's the scary berries. The scary berry tree, okay. As we've seen earlier, yeah. 
a big scary berry tree behind him. Did you make note of the music during this part? <laughs> yes. It really made me laugh. It just didn't fit at all, in my opinion. <laughs> and the singer was like way too loud. They were talking, and the singer was just as loud as them as being in the background music. And it was made me giggle. It was like a. Well, I wanted uh, to mention it. It was like an '80s, like not a sitcom. What do you call it when they're like walk? It's like an '80s person walking down the street, enjoying life. That's what I pictured okay. in this song. Yeah, that's what I feel like that song went to. But yeah, Hanami sends the uh, scary berries at him, and that's when Toto switches Hanami and Yuji. So he can even switch people that aren't himself. He does another trickster move. What I want to say about the technique, it is by far my favorite one so far. Toto's? It's simple, yep, super effective. The clapping is a nice touch, nice little sound cue. It's my favorite technique. What do you think about that? It's all right. My fucking it's an all right take. All I, right, well, what is yours? What's yours then? My Hot favorite shot? technique would Buckaroo? be... Uh, Hanami's scary berries. You don't even know what it does. Yeah. And you didn't come up with the super clever name, scary berries. Well, I'm taking it. Credit me. Because you don't like... Credit me. It's not your favorite. I'm not... Not your favorite. Credit Ronnie Coleman on the scary berry tree. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe. I think it might be my... No, I I was saying it. Wait, what? No, I'm saying Toto's might ah! be my favorite. Yeah. The boogie, it's called Boogie Woogie. I mean, how can you not like it? Let's be honest. Aha. So we get a memory flash, though, seen for just a second, and it's Taka-chan. Or how, how do you say her name? Uh, Takata, I think. Takata-chan. Now, um, how many years do you think were in between the initial flashback at the very start of the episode and uh, Toto now. How many years do you think it's gone by? You said he's in third grade, so nine. How old do you think he is now? How many years? Seventeen. <laughs> I mean, this guy took so much creatine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't what a quick, not a blow-up, but a grow-up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I, know what I'm saying? He must have been just drinking creatine powder water every day. That's all he got. Uh, be careful around that creatine stuff, guys. You'll just get so big. Probably was with that lady for a while, too. She grew him. Well, moving on. I'm just saying, she probably bulked him up. She's you know pedophile. I mean? Moving on. So, yeah, in this memory flash, uh, we got Takata-chan and Toto. And, of course, they're do- he's doing his weird... Thing, talking about he was just in a fight. Uh, you should see the other guy. Yeah, and then he's and then it says this, this happens in point zero one seconds during this fight. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like how they clarified that happened in point zero one seconds. Not possible. Well, it could be possible. You don't know. S- anime. And then I wrote here, I need to talk to Chun in my life because I am so lonely and she seems nice. So if anybody she's, no, out she's there... Not. First of all, it was his illusion, okay? Anybody out there wants... It was his mindset. She's not that great. We've seen her before. She was not very nice to Toto. 
So we go to Toto in the next fighting sequence that he reveals that his cursed technique technically doesn't even have to be two cursed beings, but also cursed corpses and inanimate objects work as well. Anything possessing cursed energy above a certain level. The, the technique just keeps getting better. He keeps adding layers. I know, soon he's going to be like, psych, I can switch whatever I I can switch the entire planet it's, if it's I like, want. like, I can move things in the solar system. <laughs> so then they get to the river where, obviously, love a good river fight. But it's revealed that right before Fushi was taken off by Panda, he told Toto that one of Maki's cursed weapons was in the riverbed. The, uh, what did we call it again? Staff infection? You called it the staff infection, which I did like. Uh, I give you credit for your name, so you don't give me credit for mine. Uh, the Scary Berries is a good name. Okay, I thank you. I gave you credit for that. God, chill out, dude. I'm well, not going to give you credit if you act like that. It's just for teammates and sometimes i feel like i'm playing by myself out here when all of a sudden he then switches out yuji and the staff infection which is a sick move because he just wanted yuji away from the fight for this for the moment time being i don't think that's true yeah i think he wanted the weapon yeah and he's like get out of here best friendo i want this weapon and you're going away from the fight because i want to staff infect this guy up thank you okay all right so it's kind of like nunchucks, correct? Yeah, it's a, they called it a, uh, it's definitely like a nunchuck. They called it a three-section staff. And I just said it's pretty kind of lame. Um, I don't know how else <sighs> to describe it. I'm not a fan it, of nunchucks. Dude. Why? What is up with you and nunchucks? This makes me so mad about you. Nunchucks. Give me what, what's your problem? They're not that effective, dude. I can... Put- oh, not that effective to be hit by a rod? Yeah. Swinging? With I so can, much, you know how much torque? I can literally stick my hand out, it'll wrap around my arm, and I just pull you closer. Like, that's oh, you think, it, how long do you think the chains are, you dope? I'm just saying, my hand, I can... You think it's a jump rope? You think, hey, let me, do you think nunchucks are jump ropes? I think they're jokes, that's what I think they are. I can stick my hand out and just instantly oh. just save. Oh my god, I would love for a veteran nunchuck user to come and... A nunchucky? None and... None a couple chucks out of you. Yeah, that's when you know it's a joke when the professional nunchuck users are called nunchuckies. God, I would wreck any of them. What weapon do you like? Swords. Ever heard of them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, what does that look? Everyone just used swords for the rest of eternity. Let's have no weapon variation at all. Uh, semi-automatic rifles oh wow hey not the same thing we're talking about combat weapons bats baseball bats Ever oh heard of it? sticks i guarantee you i could be any nunchuck yuck sticks with a bat. that could basically be used like swords it's called a what do they call this what is donatello's weapon donatello he has a staff that is called a staff a but it's a staff it's a wooden one though it's right? a bow staff yes i believe it's made of wood I like that better than a nunchucky. All right, well, so you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> so then Hanami reveals that his left arm steals the life away from living plants as he puts his left arm down and starts oh. sucking up the energy of yeah. trees and flowers and whatever's around him. I started getting real worried when Hanami started soaking in nature. 
which I put here is quite terrifying because he essentially could just run around and start sucking up all the the uh, life energy of plants if he wanted to. He, he's just so pissed off he could just start doing that and then humans would die off. His ultimate goal would happen by him just sucking up plants. Well, I think it's pretty clear that Hanami actually cares quite a lot about nature, so I don't think he would do that. I know, I'm just saying he could if he got mad enough. Oh, so now we're just talking about what people could do, okay. Yeah. He's already been manipulated what by the inter- What an interesting topic, okay, yeah. Go, a- Gojo could explode the whole world. He's already starting to enjoy this fight because of Mojito. What if Mojito's like, hey man, just go suck up Oh, everything. so he enjoy- you're, ta- you're using the evidence that he's enjoying the fight for why he'd be like, wow, I never want to fight again, I want to destroy the world? Yeah. Curses are the real humans. As soon as that happens and we get some sucky of energy, Hanami then starts to yell, (sighs) Domain expansion. And as he almost finishes, the sky and the veil then breaks loose and we see a sexy fucking blue-eyed, sky-eyed... Oh, shut up. Don't even... Staring down Don't act like you're about it when you're not about it. He looks amazing. Amazing. First of all, that should be on a t-shirt. Two things. This is a bad podcast because people are going to be like, wow, Chad sucked and Ronnie was mad at him the whole time. Bad podcast. Never say sucky energy again. Especially when it's not referring to the energy sucking is like a bad thing, but actually referring to sucking in the energy. Don't call it sucky energy. Hated that. Also... Don't make fun of me for trying to get a Gojo shirt and then talk about how sexy he is when he's blue-eyed, blue-crystalled-eyed, floating in the air after destroying a veil. It just makes you a hypocrite, makes me feel bad, and I don't like that you did it. Anyways, he looks just fabulous. I don't know how else to say it. He does. He's floating on air. Also, we've not seen him float on air before, I don't think. Maybe we have. I don't remember him doing it. He's, we've kind of seen him float before. But, uh, start immersing yourself. But this guy can float. Yeah. Very well. Uh, he's well on his feet up there. Yeah, he looks pretty stable. I would say that he's doing that pretty well. One could say he's using floaty he's energy. He's not shaking. He's definitely using floaty energy. It's not the first time he's floated around. Doing pretty good. So then we go to, you know... Obviously, Gramps, because as soon as something badass happens like this, we got to go to Eyebrows. Um, he's fighting the Overall Man still. What What is the name we have for this guy? Is it just Overalls Guy? We call him the Handyman. The Handyman, yep. He's fighting Handyman, and Handyman is still talking about making a coat rack from this guy, even though it's going to suck because he's old and wrinkly. We didn't really talk about it. In in the Juju Stroll... He talked about making him into a coat rack, but then he was also like, oh, I just have to add 17 things. Yeah. It's basically like um, when you set out to refurbish something, say like a chair, and by the time that you're done refurbishing said thing, you could have just went and bought some new chairs. That's how, that's yeah. what he's doing with this whole Gojo thing. The amount of things he's going to have to spend to make Gojo a coat rack, he could have just made a nice little coat rack. Or bought a nice little coat rack. Yeah, but it's not Gojo. Look how look at him. You know, I understand. The, I mean, that is the argument for doing such a thing. Sometimes, if it's meaningful, you want to keep it around. You know, money's no object. But I just felt like I needed to say that. And I'll be honest here: when Gramps is starting to fight and stuff, I almost 
could not care at all about this fight. Well, why? Because I just I'm not a fan of Gramps and his guitar. I don't. For some reason, I want to see him get messed up. I like how you are the anime guy. But more and more lately, anytime there's anime-isms, you're like, I don't like this. No, I love Panda. Juju Stroll. Uh, Guitar Gramps. Panda. Um, Panda's not even that anime. He's just, that's uh, the character. Okay, Panda's not anime, but he wears armbands of himself. And, and you says, call them, oos, oos, you always oos. call them armbands. Not on his arms. They're on his hands. They're on his knuckles. But they, I could wear them as armbands. That's arm why I call bands. them knuckle protectors. His his fists are so large that well, they could fit. I've seen your arms. You could wear a rubber band as an armband. That's not saying I much. Could. You that might have to true. loop. You might have to loop Panda's knuckle protectors a couple times to get that tight on your arm. It's gonna slide down. Well, sometimes I do. When I do have rubber bands, I do have to loop them and make the little cross, and then go back under to where it's like you know how it makes it smaller. Yeah. Sometimes I do have to do that, but. And I will say, someone has told me before that I have the wrists of a five-year-old female. <laughs> uh, just you know, give this guy a chance. You know, he. But no, we, I don't like Grant. We man. haven't had it. We haven't had his episode yet. Oh, he's give this guy a chance. All he wants to do is kill Itadori, and now he's pulling out a guitar to fight. He might a, be a, a good handyman. villain. It, well, he's fighting for the right side right now. Yes, he was trying to kill Itadori, but look at him now. You know, just give him a chance. Don't, hey, never underestimate the power of, of music. music, okay? If he's not going to play a Black Sabbath song, I don't want to hear it. Look at this guy. He's very capable of playing Black Sabbath. So then we, they start to attack, and then we go over to What's-Her-Face that was with Gojo and Gramps. I can't even remember her name. Iori. Iori. She's running away, and we get a new character that pops up out of nowhere. Uh, is it? I don't know. There's no way, no way they're doing to this, doing this to us again. There's no way. Once again, they're being like, "Oh, here's another new character. We're gonna act like they've been here the whole time." Yeah. I think this is Mahito reshaping himself with cursed energy. Go back and look. Very Mahito like. Oh, you really think so? I really think so. That's my Dang, theory. That's a good theory. I didn't even want that. Never crossed my mind. I think it's Mahito. Um, for some reason, I don't think that. That's fair. But I'd have to rewatch the episode because now I kind of think that. It's just my theory, you know? Just throwing it out there. But yeah, he's a blind. Or no, he's not a blind. He's got a ponytail, a blonde ponytail, and he's got a sword with. What I liked about this guy is he wasn't holding the sword, the sword was holding him. Because <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, that is what happened. The end of the handle of the sword was a hand, and it was holding him. So in this scene, Nobara and Mai then show up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and they're gonna team up with Iori. And we're getting we're getting one of the most epic Marvel female team up epicness of all time. Girl power, dude! Right here, Girl look power. at it. But right if it's about to happen, I just I yelled out "fuck yes." I couldn't contain myself when this happened. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, this guy gets horny because he realizes there's a lot of chicks, which makes me think this is not Mahito because I never took him as a uh, straight man. But yeah, the, he's he's getting all horny, and then all of a sudden they see that the veil disappears. And what else has Mahito gotten turned on by though? 
like fighting combat. There's too much combat. There's too much combat getting ready to take place. He got he lost control. That is true. Um, but yeah, this person then sees that Gojo is flying in the air. So I would be terrified too at somebody floating in midair. So then he runs away. And he looked up and said, wow, they're also floating pretty good. <laughs> so Gojo's floating in the sky asking where he should start when we get some dubstep uh, beat music ramping up in the background. And this is like some Levi level shit when, you know, the music starts <laughs> ramping up and you see, you know, something badass is about to happen. Um, and something badass is about to happen. Watch this. Hold on to your seatbelts, everyone. So he sees Yuji at a much higher level now and says, Oh, it's because of his best old friend as he sees Toto beside him. Right. And he says, Well, they can handle it for now. And he teleports to overalls. Yep. Handyman. And just instantly this guy goes yells, A coat rack. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny. Right. It is funny. <laughs> Starts to run at Gojo and just instantly takes off all of his. Oh my god! It like twists them off, twists him off, and then it even damages like his body. Some yeah, too. you're right, badass. Because yeah. right before he does it, uh, eyebrows is like, "Don't kill him." He freaks out and says, "Please don't kill him." And he didn't. <laughs> he definitely didn't. This was pretty brutal right here. We actually, yeah, it shows how scary Gojo really is. Um, because he, we didn't even see him do anything. That's the scariest part. He teleported there, and just with his mind did. Yeah. That. And there were separate. I, there were separate ligaments to attack. I mean. Now the only thing I precision. have to question here is why he didn't just teleport in the beginning over there. When before the veil was fully closed, why he didn't just teleport? Is that because he didn't want to leave Iori and Gramps? Um, or can he not tell? Like, I want to know what condition. Maybe he it's has. like maybe it's like the Black Flash. You can't always do it. You can't chain them together, because that's really the crazy thing: the fact that Nanami has the Black Flash record, not Gojo. Gojo couldn't do it four times in a row. Now maybe it's because he can twist people up, like you're saving the loaf of bread. And he doesn't need to use the Black Flash because all that does is hit two and a half times harder. He's tying people up in knots over here. Yeah, I I want to know so much more about this guy, especially his like teleporting and floating, because I feel like no one else in the show can do any of that. Have you? I mean, we haven't seen anybody teleported, have we? Except for him. Except for him, yeah. When he teleported to get Itadori. It's the only time, I guess. So that's pretty insane. Uh, especially if no one else can do it, I would imagine that he is very overpowered. <laughs> yeah, I was going to wait until you got to the next thing he did, but I had a similar note. But So yeah, he tells Gramps to treat the guy <laughs> after he just jumbled him up. Which is also so savage. Uh, Eyebrows is the president of the other school, and he demoted the king of punk rock to a simple field medic. <laughs> And then Gojo says, it's time to get dirty, as if that wasn't dirty already. <laughs> and uh, pulls a curse technique amplification blue and curse technique reversal red. Oh. And then we see Hanami starts to retreat. Definitely need more names. And uh, get, gets a tree, you know, start to 
I guess cocoon himself yeah, up. Cook fucking yes. <laughs> Excellent note. And then we see blue and red conjoin, and Gojo says to make purple. Oh, epic! Never even knew those. Co- that's what those colors made. Did you? You didn't? No, never been a big color guy. Like what is a- what is blue and yellow make? Orange. Nope. Green. Yep. Really? Yep. Does it really? Really does. But see, I'm, I'm don't know about you gotta know uh, your color colors, mixtures. dude. Red and white. Uh, white. Or so easy. Orange. Come on. Come on. Red. Nope. Red and white. Uh, orange. Nope. Light. Or red, light red. Kinda. What's a word for that? Kinda. Crimson. No, that's a darker red. <laughs> Come uh, on. It's a, just a normal color. Cherry. Nope. Normal color. You got it. Green, blue, red, white, blue. <laughs> Visual. <laughs> How would it make blue? It's a normal color. Black. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. Think of red. Add some uh, white to brown. it. Brown. Oh man. Oh no! You're gonna name every normal color except. It's not brown. Blue. No. Purple, green, yellow, red, blue, orange, white. This is amazing. <laughs> Teal. There's a no, more normal There's color. There's not yellow. Think of... No. <laughs> no. Come on. Dude, There's no Think more of no. girls. Think of it's kind oh of a my girly God. color. Pink. I forgot that color existed. <laughs> I have not been with a girl in so long that I forgot the inside of a girl is pink. Oh, guys kill... Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, that was taking it too far. Jeez. Moving on. I have from not our, seen the color pink from in our so awesome long. awesome color game. Wow, How much of an artiste are you? I'll just edit that out. No, that was gold. You named every single color. It's another. <laughs> it is. Um. Yeah, so he makes purple. Never would have known that's what those color mixtures make. Um, and he, then he sends the most epic Kamehameha wave of all time that just annihilates the entire land and anything in its path. As Toto tells Itadori to not move a muscle. And it hits, it hits uh, Hanami direct on, but he already got his little cocoon up. He got his cocoon up, but now he's got to be laying in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. I mean, good lord. This was where I had the same note. Gojo seems pretty OP. Yeah. And I wonder what they will do to combat that. I know that there's a Sukuna character that we haven't really heard from in the past, what feels like 10 episodes, even though I don't think it's been that long. But yeah, he's. We just haven't even seen anyone, even Hanami, who I was pretty, feel pretty good about what I said earlier on when I said I felt like he was the most powerful curse user except for maybe Gojo. Well, one, he makes it pretty clear himself that he's nowhere near Gojo, and so what does that even mean? I mean, I I really hope the squid is just like the most powerful of all time. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like Gojo is afraid of the squid. Like that'd be so cool. But yeah, then it is funny though because Toto says, "Well, now we don't even know if that killed right. the curse or not." He's like, "Cause it was such a powerful move." And then we go to Gojo, and he smiles and just says, "Yay!" <laughs> like, of course, in the most Gojo fashion. So, what do you think? Is Hanami dead? Well, no, because you know we go to this next scene. I think shows he's not. Oh, really? Does it? I don't know. Read your notes. What does it say? Oh, no. Okay, sorry. 
We cut to Mahito, who asks if Hanami is safe. Sorry, that's what I was getting at. While he has one of the fingers that was at the school and says, mission complete. So we actually don't know if Hanami's safe. Uh, Mahito is just asking. He's like, I wonder if he is. And I, that shows how concerned he really is. And then that's the end of the episode. With just two of Mahito's normal blobs kind of hanging out here. I didn't know if yeah. I was... I Oh, I almost kind of... But they're back to like a base now, right? Yeah, d- does that mean that those were like the people guarding the... I, I know, I wonder. I, I guess not, but it would have been interesting if I looked closer and you could have... Maybe one of them had been like the... Uh, the morgue woman or something like that. We haven't seen oh, that many people at Jujutsu High. Uh, I mean, preferably, I would have just seen the assistant to the manager just massively mm-hmm. deformed. That would have been nice. but And where he's not actually dead yet, right. but he's like suffering. Just suffering so hard and like crying to for anyone to put him out of his misery. And, you know, Mahito just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to the Juju strolls. That guy uh, sucks. Where it's dog or cat person. I'm so glad you actually wrote this down because I was worried, so I wrote all of it. I had to make sure. Okay. I love it. And uh, all I all I got from this, this is the only thing you need to know, is Panda gets mad and says, Pandas. Well, that's not all you need to know. I'll do and take over from your shitty job here. Dog or cat? It's a question of, you know, the eternity. Everyone loves uh, one of these things. And some people like both. Itadori, he's a little unsure. He starts to go cat, but then says dog. If, don't get ahead of yourself, if it is a big dog. He likes a big dog. Okay? Okay, respect. Fushi, he says dog. Uh, duh. Shadow. Shout out Shadow. I know. Who didn't see that one coming? Even though a lion would be cooler. Okay, once again, lions, not the question. Maki says dog, she thinks. Uh, she thinks. What is that? Don't like that answer. You should know. Anyone, don't trust anyone who says, oh, I don't, maybe a dog, I think. Now, I can see Maki not being an animal animal person whatsoever. She seems like her weird attitude, she's not an animal person. Okay. And okay. I don't, and, but I'm like you, I don't respect it. You okay. got an answer. I'm glad. Know? We've got, so we got three dogs in a row. Then we go to Nobara, cat girl. Not surprised. I got that oh, she's vibe. Feisty she's feisty like Yeah, she's definitely got that cat in her. Um... Inumaki says salmon, which at this point I was telling you how I was kind of, you know, starting to translate his stuff which in my head. Which means heads. cat. Obviously means cat. Yes. Yep. These are the things that you didn't get because you didn't do this. If, if he right. would have said tuna, though, that would have been a little mix up. Now, Panda says, okay, this is where it gets kind of bad, says the answer is obviously Panda. And I was really starting to like this guy, but he's not playing the game right, which makes me pretty mad. I, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty funny. I like this Juju Stroll. And spoiler alert, it doesn't look like we have, or it looks like we have an exciting game of baseball next episode, so I absolutely can't wait for that. Maybe Panda will stop being such a baby. Oh my god. Anyways, no, I'm a both. We, there's no, I like cats There's and no dogs. worse than that. I talked about this all the time. We had a guy who we used to work with. Me and you, oh, we're just a couple chums that like to talk about questions and stuff. If you ask that guy anything, he's going a two-choice option. He's always going to be like, well, I actually think it's more yeah. like this. Or uh, he never answers it the way he's supposed yeah, to he's answer. He's like, well, the female species, I actually like the Siberian tigers. Right. 
He's uh, the kind of guy you say, hey, dude, dog or cat. Like, well, I really like pandas. They yeah. are kind of the bear of the uh, jungle. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> He's like, if you're talking uh, about the uh, the dogs, uh, I do like the breed of Lab- Labadoodles, or whatever you call it, but uh, if you're going cats, I do like the uh, Siamese cat. And you're like, that didn't answer anything. And he's like, well, yeah, but... The famous one that made me so mad where I told you, I said, I'm never asking him another question. He, I'm going to quit trying to be friendly with him. Uh, was our classic hot chocolate. Is it a morning beverage or a nighttime treat? He said, well, it's uh, it's more of a holiday beverage. Uh, well, I mean, okay, yeah. sure. I know I've definitely had hot chocolate more around the holidays, but guess what? You still have to have it either in the daytime or the nighttime. So which one is it, buddy? That's what you should have yeah, said. I should have said it, but instead I rolled my eyes and... Really had to hold back from doing some earth bending on him. Fucking piss me off. Oh, you and wish. Ask your question, or what the question? question that you—not your question, but uh, one of our dear listeners' questions. Well, it's the most wrote. recent one, and I don't want to skip ahead of people. I'll let you go back. No, but you teased it, and now you need to say it. Uh uh-uh. uh Because the, no, the reason we got to do this is because I'll—I'll uh, I'll tease it a little bit, Victor. Uh, you had mentioned drinking the new Truly Pack, and he wanted you to rank those. And you and Larson took that duty very seriously, so we're going to save Larson? it for a... Uh, uh, well, Larson is Travis's nickname. We'll it's his surname. Yeah, we'll have to explain that sometime. But uh, but yes, so we're going to have those rankings later on. And that was all I had, so you need to a- a- ask your question. So we took question- Victor's request very seriously. There was a notebook... Yeah, don't worry, Victor. It's we're definitely gonna get to that. Um, but the question I had was from Tom from Holland. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. But that's funny what you did there. I gotta like that, Tom from Holland. The best part is I didn't mean to do that. Spider Man. Tom from London is yeah. what I meant. And let me just say this: Tom is a what a lad. Oh, great lad! I, I love this guy. One of the favorite lads. Recently ever. joined the Discord. He's you know hit me up in the email a few times. What a guy. Tom is our friend. So I can't wait to hear his question. So he said, question for Ronnie and Chad. That's us. If you had the ability to swap bodies with anyone on planet Earth, glad he specified that, mm-hmm. who would you want to swap places, bodies, or whatever the fuck it's called with? All right, so no Mars. I'm going to have to really think about this for a second. I had an answer, but then you said that Earth thing, and I got real confused. You go ahead and go first, because you've had some time to think about this. So if I had to swap with anybody on planet Earth, and I'm not, I don't want to make this pervy or anything like that. Oh, I'd hate for you to. Um, and I would have, this is, this is raising my age. It's raising my age. It's, you do don't want to do wait, it. Do you have to swap for eternity? Do you think, is that how you're taking this question, or is it more like a, you get to swap for a while, and then like the boogie-woogie, you get to swap right back? It does not specify It doesn't that. specify, but it does have to be Earth, right? That was specified. Yeah, that was specified, okay. so that is the one. Fuck. Makes it a little bit harder. Damn I, it. I'll say this. If this is just swapping places with somebody for like a year or so, I'd choose Tom Brady. The reason I choose Thomas Brady is because you really can... He's got a, just a fucking sexy wife. 
For that's one reason. Uh, well, um, you said you weren't gonna make it pervy, and then I feel like that made it a little bit perfy. And well, it is perfy. It's perfecto. I did um, say kind of perfy. That was kind of weird that I said that. Was, but yeah, he's got a sexy wife. He can sling the ball around. I would be playing in the NFL, um, and also I could do terrible, and I could just blame it on age because he is so old now. So if I, you know, but I've, he's surpassed that. He can't blame it on age. He's winning. We are watching him defeat Father Time. Right now, he's got the upper hand. Father Time's kind of retreating a little bit, and he's gonna. The round's not over. He's coming back, so we'll have to see how it plays out. But he's got Father Time on the ropes at the moment. Well, that that's one reason too. I'd want to swap bodies with him. I want to see what it feels like to defeat Father Time because for some reason his body. I bet I would feel better in his forty-five-year-old body than in my twenty-five-year-old body right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. I want to swap places with, I think I'll say uh, Taylor Swift, because... Oh my god. <laughs> you, what? What? I mean, just keep going. I mean, what's the problem with that? Just keep going. I, let's hear what you have to say. <clears throat> uh, Taylor Swift, she, you know, one of the biggest pop star out there. The crowds are crazy. What catchy songs she gets to sing. And then I feel like the rest of the time... She seems like she just kind of chills pretty hard. You know, she's not doing this and doing that. I feel like she... she She's a little... She hides out. Cunty. No, 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 no. I don't like you saying that. If anyone's cunty, it's Giselle. And you know why I know that? Because her name's Giselle. And you know why I want to swap places? Because someone with the name Giselle will let you do whatever you want. Well... <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure Taylor's boyfriend would let me do anything I want to him. Oh my god! So, of course, you'd want to be a chick. You would be doing the most disgusting things with dudes. It's unbelievable. Oh wow! All right, so you basically you want to be a guy that you're worried about kissing dudes. So you want to be a guy that kisses his children and has maybe one year left in the league. And I'm going to be the biggest pop star in the world. Yeah, you win. Sorry. Oh, biggest pop star in the world. What is this, 2006? Also, Taylor has, uh, she's friends with the many attractive ladies. I would have Blake Lively over all the time. Like, oh, I uh, just would love to just touch myself since I'm a girl. I could do that Scooby-Doo uh, thing. No, the actually, was film Scooby-Doo film where they touch themselves. Was, wait, what's that film? I wasn't There's, making it pervy at all. You know the Scooby-Doo film where they swap bodies and he has boobies and... Oh, yeah. It's a great it's film. Inappropriate. A uh, bit of a Freaky Friday situation mm-hmm. going on, except they were both females, so the boob thing wasn't so unusual to them. But yeah, I don't like how you kind of made fun of my answer, because I thought really hard about it. I was kind of restricted by only allowing it to be Earth. So. I know. that's. <laughs> hey, let's uh make it broader next time. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Love you, but give us some options out here. But no, I think that was a great question. Um, I would love to hear Tom's answer because I feel like he's got the right answer, and I was. Yeah, and I would like. I to just think did the best I could. More. That's you know. I didn't want to be gross like Chad, and so I just. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure you would definitely not do gross things in that body, you weirdo. That concludes this episode. Sure does. Tell the people where they can find us. You can find us anywhere, really. Uh, well, not anywhere. Local. Don't go to a McDonald's. Check out Google Maps. <laughs> well, actually, if you go to McDonald's, there's a good chance I might be there. Don't. <laughs> 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 so I shouldn't have said that. Don't go to a. 
Don't go to a Whole Foods. You won't find us there. Yeah, don't go to Whole Foods. Don't to go to like a, a Michael's Arts and Crafts store. Probably not going to see me there. Um, so there's a bunch of places they actually couldn't find us. You could find us on YouTube, though. We are yeah. The Podcast Chronicles. What is our YouTube name? Yeah, I think if they type in the Podcast Chronicles, okay. hopefully they'll be able to find us unless YouTube's effing uh, us in the A. Twitter.com. At the Podcast Chronic. At Podcast Chronic. You always get that wrong. <laughs> At Podcast Chronic. Look for a really exciting poll where we figure, what was our poll question? Oh, room temperature versus cold water. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be the poll Can't of wait the to put it up. Um, and also the picture of me in my sick shirt. Well, that's not going to be um, on there until mine gets in. Well, that's going to happen. Also, you can see us on Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, what's another one? Apple's. Podcasts. You are really good at this. You're really getting our name out there. Wherever our podcasts are available, I always pride out. myself in trying to make this section sh- uh, short and sweet because I think people at this point know how to do it. But you still got to say it to remind people. But a lot of podcasts just really drive it home. Do it for too long. It gets annoying. Smash the like button. Yeah, absolutely smash that like button. And we will talk with you next time. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chad. And peace. Peace.